Hi and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and awarded influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age. And of course, all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Senna Oldmark. And I'm Holly Moran. And today we are going to take a bit of a peek ahead at what we're expecting to see more of in 2023, specifically when it comes to media consumption, the way we take in information and media around us. So what trends are marketers going to need to factor in as they draft up their strategies for 2023? Hopefully we have the answers for you. Media. Sometimes it feels like you can't live with it, but you sure can't live without it. Oh my God. Like I was digging through my uh, handbag the other day and I was like moving my laptop out of the way to get from one phone to the next phone to open one social media app to get a different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just so much apps. It's so much devices everywhere. The number just keeps getting bigger every single year. And you know, that's me. That's three devices I have in my handbag at any given time. For and sure. It, it's becoming harder and harder, I think, for brands. I mean, you know, we've seen it to cover every single avenue. And it's forcing marketing teams to be more decisive, be more analytical about the choices they're making regarding where they're going to spend their resources and their budget. For sure. It has never been more tricky for brands and for marketers to navigate. It's definitely a jungle. Mm hmm. So in today's episode, we will walk you through five big media consumption trends that we think will rule next year. But I thought before we move on to these, before we look ahead, I thought it could be fun to just have a quick look back in time at the three trends we mentioned exactly a year ago in the podcast on the same topic (laughs) (laughs) and just see how good were we at predicting the trends. So Holly, do you remember what the trends were that we talked about? Um, no, <laughs> I barely remember what I was doing uh, last week. I'm going to say yeah. it's because I, I'm so invested in 2023 that I, I don't like to look back. That's my excuse. That's a good, that's a good thing. And I, I have to say, even though I was there, I had to look back and listen as well Did because <laughs> we do so much trend spotting these days. <laughs> But I can tell you that we were quite good at it. So the three ones that we mentioned last year was cost-led marketing, authenticity, and the fact that e-commerce will jump to social media. And yeah. Okay. What happened? Yeah. That's pretty on the money. I'm I'm pleased with those. I'm not embarrassed yeah. by those. <laughs> Approved. But given that I am embarrassed by the fact that I couldn't remember them, <laughs> why don't we move on to, to 2023's predictions? Yes. Because the first one up um, is the fact that there is no slowing down for digital. So when we were looking into these, I, I, I did a bit of research and I saw that in 2020, I think the average consumer spent 474 minutes a day on digital media of any kind. And if we break that down, that's seven hours and 54 minutes every single day. That's like a working day. It's a third of their life they're spending on digital media. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. 
for sure. I had a look at my stats the other day. And since I started to commute, mm-hmm. uh, that number increased, I can tell you. No. <laughs> <laughs> so not only for me, but for everyone by 2023, that number is probably going to climb even higher. Yeah, absolutely. And I think experts are put in their predictions that the average consumer is going to spend upwards of, I think it's 500 minutes now on digital media next year. So an extra half an hour, basically every single day. And this is prime time or or arguably long past it for brands, therefore, to get serious about the online presence beyond their website. 100%. And with this landscape, it's already partially dominated by digital native brands who have been there for a long time. Those brands joining the party a bit later will need to consider their strategy really carefully. So no longer is there lots of room for trial and error. It will be more limited and they should really look at best practices so that they implement the best strategy, the most sophisticated and yeah, successful strategy right away. Yeah, straight off the bat. There's no wiggle room anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Um, So the second trend, uh, kind of the inverse of that first one, the second trend we expect to see is that print is almost at flatline now. It's almost dead in the water. And it's something we've we've been seeing a struggle year on year, but in 2023, that's going to be the channel that's going to take a real hit. The era of newspapers and magazines really does appear kind of closer to the end. With our research that we carried out earlier in the year, we found that just 26% of consumers would even consider turning to the channel for shopping inspiration. And if you look at Gen Z specifically, who we know are becoming more important as, as a consumer base, that number drops to, I think it's 19%. Wow. Yeah. We go to Instagram, we go to TikTok. That's where we find our inspiration. Yeah. So only a decade ago, consumers still spent as much as 448 minutes a day on traditional channels such as print. But this year's research for next year indicates that this figure will have dropped by 40%. And as you say, Holly, part of a decline that shows no sign of slowing. No. And, and you know, in all fairness, I don't think this should come as news to brands. Um, again, in our research, we had, I think, 12% of marketers reported that print was a primary marketing channel for them in 2022. Yeah. However, research still shows that almost half a billion pounds is being invested in magazine advertising um, in the UK for 2023. So there's clearly some kind of mismatch going on there. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. And as you say, it comes as no surprise. I, I feel sorry if there is a marketer out there listening who has been sleeping under a rock the latest <laughs> years. And here that magazine print is... Yeah, claw that budget back, send some emails, <laughs> cancel some contracts. Yeah, sorry, sorry, guys, about telling you this. Okay, so let's move on to trend number three. Mobile rules all. So Holly, speaking about screen time, what was your screen time last time you checked? Oh my God. Um, It's worse now I have the two phones as well. I don't even check the second one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, On my personal phone, I actually looked at this on Saturday and it was about six and a half hours. 
Wow, and that's not work. That's not work. <laughs> just that's I can blame it all on the work. It's I know. It's just Instagram and Reddit. <laughs> work as well, though. Sure. So by 2023, smartphones will account for 35% of all media consumption, with the majority of that consumption and the time spent on smartphones generally taking place on apps. So I would say if you... If your brand doesn't have an app already, it might be time to get one because it makes life so much easier. So is our dependence on our handheld devices as well. Uh, in the second quarter of 2022, quite recently, US consumers made more than double the number of visits to e-commerce websites from their mobile than they did on their desktop. It's okay. a huge it's huge. And it's, it's something I notice in myself. And there are, you know, there are definitely, we're not saying that this is the only way to go. Some shoppers definitely still prefer, and I'm sometimes like this, if I'm spending more money, I notice I always go to my laptop. <laughs> like, yeah. If it's a small amount, I'm like, yeah, put it on the phone. Who cares? But if it's a big enough amount, then I get the laptop out. Yeah. And it, but, but in spite of that, because I guess the bigger purchases happen less frequently, it was 60% of e-com buys were actually made from smartphones in that same period, that same second quarter um, in the US. So smartphones are actually the number one device for online shopping nowadays. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I can really see that. The only time I spend by the computer is basically when I work, or as you say, Holly, when I make a big Mm. spend (laughs) or when I make a big trip or something. But the rest of the time when I do shop, it's from my phone. It's to and from work, on the couch, watching Netflix. And yeah, this is where I do all of my shopping because you seek inspiration there and then you go buy it right away. Yeah. And something that it was interesting that you just said there that I want to flag is when you're watching Netflix. And um, mm-hmm. this is something that we, yeah, we, we've talked about it a couple of times before, but I think always think it's worth highlighting because people talk about the amount of time we still spend watching TV. Consumers still love having TV, but it's often part of a screen experience rather than the exclusive focus of our attention nowadays. I don't remember the last time I genuinely watched something without getting my phone out at some point between to check Instagram, to do a bit of shopping, to, you know, Google something I just saw. So true. Yeah, I I try to leave my phone outside the couch yeah. because <laughs> why you don't have six and a half hours <laughs> on your screen. I'm close though. I do it on the on the train. Yeah, <laughs> and as you know, as tech continues to push new boundaries, as they find new ways to digitally transform the retail experience, I think it's not any kind of surprise to say that we can expect to spend way more time and way more money on our mobiles in 2023. For sure. And fintech providers like Klarna, they make it super easy offering these multi-destination shopping experiences. Mm. Um, And social platforms like Instagram are rushing to roll out more in-app shopping functions. So in next year, we will see even more. And this is something we discussed a year ago, but now we think it will level up even more they will be able to take shoppers from checking out their wares to checking out their basket right in the places they're already spending most of their time. Great. More ways for me to spend money. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thinking about um, that too. Okay. 
Uh, The fourth trend is actually that it's, it's, it's not all about, it's not all about money, I think is the important thing um, to highlight. The important thing actually is that it's still social. You know, we get a lot of kind of groans and grumbles, um, perhaps from older generations more commonly mm-hmm. about the time, you know, the youth are spending on mobiles, the amount of time we all spend pressed to our phones, particularly whenever discussions around Gen Z come up because they are so native with those devices. And it's, but it's interesting to note that actually one of the primary purposes for being on mobiles, it still is social interaction. For sure. That's better for our, our wallets. That's mm. <laughs> one thing um, and looking into next year the number of social media users over the globe are of course increasing as well so it's a colossal figure uh, and with the new platforms arriving from tiktok to the sleeping giant of be real which is growing a lot as well the options available for us who want to connect with our friends and others will uh, increase even more so social has obviously historically been a really lucrative avenue for brands. And it 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 will continue to be so, and it, it can continue to be even more so. But something that brands need to be really conscious of and a dynamic that shift in slightly in 2023 is that the collective might of users, that sheer volume, um, I think it's 4.89 billion in 2023, we'll see now. They are going to set the rules from now on. They will set the terms of engagement for brands. And the message is very much going to be that this is their turf. Mm -hmm. So consumers are still going to rely on social media and social networks for brand recommendations. And they will, they'll still be happy to follow and interact with brands they respect on social media. We don't want to pretend that's Mm -hmm. going to go away, do we? No, for sure. But I, I would say that the pressure will be on brands to deliver these authentic experiences that really assimilate into the social media experience. It needs to feel native and as something that you would like to follow, not like an ad, mm-hmm. rather than simply treating it as another billboard because that's not the way to go, to raise the bar even more. That's what we say every <laughs> year, but yeah, the, the game the stakes are higher and the game is much harder to play for every year. And that actually takes us to the fifth trend when it comes to media consumption. And that is the fact that ad tolerance decreases. It does. While we're on the subject of, of billboards, a perfect segue. Mm-hmm. We might not predominantly, I think, think of media consumption in terms of um the media that we're exposed to inadvertently, we tend to think of it as the media that we pursue, the ones that we choose to consume, whether that's, you know, articles in magazines, um, although that might not be the best example <laughs> given what we've said about magazines, you know, or the content that we actively seek out on social media. But it also does apply to the media that we take in on an almost subconscious level. Yeah, we do it many, many times a day. Yeah, so let's let's talk advertising. So as we have talked about in the podcast before, traditional brand to peer advertising has been really the only kind of advertising for centuries. And in that time, it's been tolerated and even applauded in some instances. There's big awards for this. But as the social media platforms have increasingly flooded our feeds with brand ads, with streaming services now offering an ad-free way to watch TV, 
And as billboards become increasingly background noise <laughs> to passers, traditional advertising is going to feel the burn in 2023. It's all about peer-to-peer -peer marketing. For sure. In fact, in 2022, um, the research firm Kantar found that uh, 66% of consumers, two-thirds of consumers, will skip or pay to avoid ads. And that's on top of the fact that 48% of us are already using ad blockers and 45% just don't watch them. You know, that's that's when we're checking our phones. That's when we're shopping on our mobiles rather than sitting through ads. 100%. So what advice do we want to give them then, the brands that are listening? What's the solution? I mean, that's, it's a, you know, that's a big question. Um, we'll probably have to do a separate podcast, I think, <laughs> on that. The main thing is to create advertising that doesn't feel like advertising. Make it relevant, make it authentic. Speak to your audience on their terms rather than yours is the main thing. Yeah, that's so true. And that's what we preach every time. <laughs> it remains true also for next year. And with that, it's time for us to draw this episode to a close. So it will be fun to sit here in a year and look back in these trends and see how they turned out. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's Influence Marketing Talks. We have been your hosts, Holly and Sana. And if you do want to learn more about fashion marketing in the digital age, then just head to our website, www.curemedia.com or check us out on any of our socials. We're at Cure Media on all of them. Thank you again for listening and we will see you back here next week for another episode of Influence Marketing Talks.